Welcome to the Greenbelt Project, where we bring the Iowa Greenbelt to life. The Greenbelt Project is brought to you by the Ellsworth College Foundation and Time Citizen Communications. This show is sponsored by Iowa Falls State Bank, member FDIC, and Hanson Family Hospital. The host is yours truly, Andy Ferguson. Today's guest is Steve Shane from the Kiwanis Club of Iowa Falls. Tell me a little bit about your history with Kiwanis. I started with them in 2004. I was driving semi and I've been driving truck for, I drove truck for 30 years, but Brian Noel, he was been with them forever. And he's uh, was my banker at the time at Iowa Falls State Bank. And he was a member of the original Kiwanis Club. And he asked me if I'd like to be a member. And I said, well, I pretty much just have to be a silent member. I said, cause I'm on the road all the time. And he said, that would be fine. And so I became a member then. And then when I had to have open heart surgery and I had to come off the road for recovery, he said, while I was home, he said, would you like to come to the meetings? I said, well, yeah, because I paid my dues and everything. I said, I'll come to the meetings. And then when I pulled off the road and quit, and I took over being in charge of the school buses was the transportation director in 2007. That's when I started attending all the meetings. And the following year, I became the president for the first time. And that's kind of how I've been with the club ever since. The original club dissolved in 2020, I think it was, or 21. And then we had a two-year, three-year lapse, and then we started back up again. John Mays had joined the original club, him and his wife, Sandy. And when we dissolved the club, there was only like 12 or 15 members. And then we dissolved the club, and then John wanted to get the club going again. There was enough interest shown. and. So we got the club going again, and he would be the president. And I was, of course, the president-elect again. And But John passed away, so I stepped up and took in his place, and then I'm the president right now. So that's where we stand as of right now. We don't have very few members, small but mighty, as they say. But so if someone didn't know anything about Kiwanis, can you tell them what does Kiwanis do? Kiwanis is a, a civic club for the city of Iowa Falls. They are worldwide. They're in 136 countries around oh, wow. the world. Very large. And Kiwanis is everything that we do is for the children. I meant strictly for the children. All the money that we raise goes back into the community strictly for the children. We do a lot for the school nurses fund. We have a continuing $500 scholarship at Ellsworth College for a graduating senior, second semester. That's when we dismissed on the first club, we have a endowment fund at Ellsworth that 
it's always there. It will always be there for ever and ever as mm -hmm. long as Ellsworth is there. There will be a $500 scholarship for a graduating senior. So apply every year, seniors apply. So it's there and we pick. If there is a member in the Kiwanis Club that has a child or a grandchild or somebody graduating, they're up first. But otherwise that goes um we donate to books for the library reading is fundamental uh we donate to the police and the fire department for car seats we do a lot for that we donate for um when they originally started the fair the winter fest they were trying to raise money for the uh, zamboni for the ice skating thing mm -hmm. we donated we helped purchase the Zamboni, and we've always had just everything for the kids, you know, to have fun, to have anything, um, help purchase skates, we help purchase all of that stuff, you know, donated to the clubs that were raising money, or, you know, FFA, we do, we've raised, helped donate to that a lot back in the day, and our fundraisers are... The biggest one back in the original club days, they used to go out and sell popcorn like crazy and light bulbs. Back in the day, it was go out and sell light bulbs and popcorn. That was huge. Back and they started, the original club started back in, I think it was 1962. And the original founding members, the original six, Lloyd Barhite, Adrian Nolte, Mr. Nybauer, and I can't remember all six of them for sure off the top of my head, but I know L. Keith Schwebke, and they've all passed away now, but all six of them, but those were four of the original founding members. But at one time, we were 42 members strong. We had a really strong club back in the day. Is there anything, like as far as projects that you did back then that you don't currently do? Our big signature project back in the day was for raising money was our, our fish fry. We were noted for that. I meant that was our big fundraiser. When we had a good fish fry, we could raise a couple thousand dollars. And we were really, that we had that out at the Legion. We'd rent the Legion and that was a good turnout. When we had a good turnout, we'd raise a couple thousand bucks. And, we go through 250 pounds of fish. It was always a good time out there for that. But our last one, it, it, it didn't pan out. And it, it just seems like the public doesn't like to come out to those big things anymore. It's, and you know, our pancake feed for back to school breakfast, we called it. And that wasn't a, a good thing back in August last year either. I thought it would be, but we tried and it, we didn't have a good turnout for that either. So that was kind of sad to see, but because we had little packets all made up for the kids to come back to school that were free. And if they came out with to eat breakfast with their parents and stuff, we had all that made up for them and everything. But it just wasn't a good turnout, but so be it. But we've only got like 12 or 15 members right now. But the, like I said, the club is trying to get along with what few members we have. But the club's been here, I think the original startup date back in the day was 1962. 
So, if someone had an interest in joining, how can they go about doing that? They can get a hold of either I or Sandy Mays through uh, our email addresses, or they can come to the club. They can just come in. We meet every Thursday at noon at Timbuk Brew. It's not open for mm -hmm. public, but we are there on Thursdays at noon, and. Uh, we have our club meeting on uh, the first Thursday of the month is our business meeting. And that's where we have our board meeting with our uh, board of directors and we do everything through. Our last fundraiser we did was a uh, craft show and that did turn out well. That's more on the the women in the club. Mm -hmm. I let them handle that. That's, <laughs> that's not my forte. So. <laughs> The club does try hard, and like I said, everything that we do is for the children of Iowa Falls. So mm -hmm. I wish we had a lot more members like we did in the old days, but we do have a few silent members that just pay their dues and are off to the side. They're not active members, but they're there for support, you know. Unless we have a big a big fundraiser, then if they can, they, they will be there. We have some elder members that, you know, they're just pay their dues and, and they're there for the support. Mm -hmm. So they can't do a, a whole lot physically. So, which is fine. Mm -hmm. we'll, take, we'll take whoever, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so um, as far as when it was restarted back a couple of years ago, how did that all come back? Because, I mean, you all disbanded for about three years. What was the main motivator to getting back again? John was the motivator. He wanted to get that back together. And he contacted the state president and uh, a couple of the other lieutenant governor and the other upper echelons in the, in the state and the, and the district. And they came and we had a meeting. I was there and Randy Sisma who was in the club before and we said yeah we were on board with this getting back together and then we went around to some of the businesses in town they said yeah we we would love to have we'll have one of our people in in our business join the club which they did mm -hmm. and uh, so we had to have so many members join first before they would say yeah you've got enough to start the club back up and mm -hmm. then we got donations from other clubs to get our minimum that we have to have in financial support to get going and stuff to get the club going again so and then everybody paid in their dues to the national and to the uh, district that's how we got the club going again so and then we started our first fundraiser we made some money off of that which was good so we got got our feet going again or got our feet in the pool or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. and that's how we got going again so and it took off and so here we are i think we got 12 or 15 members right now mm -hmm. so is there anything else you'd like to add as far as the history of the club oh. I can't remember what year when the castle burnt down over behind West Side School or Pineview. Mm -hmm. When the castle playground burnt down behind, it was an arson job. It burnt down, and the community rallied to rebuild that. Mm -hmm. And they raised the money to rebuild the castle playground behind. And they were doing that on the weekends. 
and our Kiwanis Club, we, out of our kitty, we said one weekend they had like three or 400 people over there working on that thing, putting it back together and rebuilding it. Our club at Lynn's Funeral Home, Lynn's opened up their garage area, moved all their cars out and the, and the hearse and the limos and everything and moved all them out. And we sat up and we, our club fed all those people during the lunch hour. Oh, we wow. had, a, had a big assembly line. We did walking tacos and the whole nine yards and we fed all those people for the day our club did. Mm-hmm. That was a great day. I mean, that got us out there and we did that for the community. And it was just a fantastic day. That was, I really enjoyed that. The club was happy and everybody else. And it was just a great community day for us and the community working together and everything else that was that was really something special that day our fish fries are always great too i bet where we're out in the public eye and doing that and that's where everybody comes out and sees us and we're out in the public and doing that and giving back to the community when we get to donate like that and when we give to the uh, school nurses fund where we can see our our efforts go to them and helping all the children you know for all the christmas presents that we can buy for the needy kids that can't have stuff that's that's where it all comes in we don't get to see who the kids are or anything but we go and laura teese is in charge all that's a head nurse at the high school and she distributes the the presents but we'll present her with a four or five hundred dollar check deeming what how much money we have raised through the year but she's our our biggest proceed to her now back when the club had 40 some members we could give a lot more when we raised a lot more now that we're smaller just getting started over again we haven't been able to do that but um this past year she gave us we don't know the name but she says here's a, a family in need there's here's their children and here's the, what they need and she gives us a need a read and you know, something else but we go out and buy them a book mm-hmm. and shirt pants and shoes and then what they what they wanted for a, a toy or mm-hmm. a present and then the club goes out and buys all the children in that family what they want for Christmas, and the, the whole thing. And if it's three kids or four kids or two kids or whatever, and then we get exactly what they want for Christmas. And we, the club gets that for them, and we've done that for the last two years, plus present the school nurses fund with a certain amount of money that goes to whatever. But that's really cool, picking out a special family. Anything else you'd like to add regarding Kiwanis? Anybody out there that wants to come and join us, we sure would appreciate it. So the dues are so much a month and or they can pay it for a whole year. And we have, like I said, meetings once a week on Thursdays at noon at uh, Tim Buck Brew. It's just, just us. And like I said, everything we do is for the children of the community. We sure would appreciate any new members. We're lo- always looking for somebody to step up and help and help the children in the community. All right, well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. 
You have been listening to The Greenbelt Project. The show is sponsored by Iowa Falls State Bank, member FDIC, and Hanson Family Hospital. The Greenbelt Project is produced by the Ellsworth College Foundation and Time Citizen Communications. The Greenbelt Project podcast is available on all streaming services and on timecitizen.com.